guess I'll put the radio on. Hey, come in. I want you to converse with me. I also know sign language. I have a complimentary sandwich. It's peanut butter. I like to call out street names. I still keep the antennae under my wing. Yeah, Brace, I do pips. You can read with your nose, too. There's two radio seasons. Turn the bloody radio down. I'm trying to watch telly. This week, Seaside comes to you live from Rio, where we've been invited to commentate the little-known sport of lunging. Joining the crew is 4-3U radio host and popular celebrity, Mr Ronnie Keith. Well, just through here, Mr Keith. Just leave it there, Bruce, mate. Oh, hello, Mr Keith. I'm a big fan. Oh, that's nice, mate. I would have been here a bit sooner, but we couldn't find the entrance to this giant tent. Cripes, what's that smell? It's a mixture of citronella and bug spray to combat the deadly Zika threat. That's why they had to zip the tent rider. Ha, <laughs> well, that didn't stop old Ron. Bruce here had to cut me a door open. Uh, guys, we're on in tent. Here, mate, whack this on. It's my intro music. I don't leave home without it, you know. Live from the heart of the Amazon, it's your special guest, Ronnie Keith. I'm here in beautiful Brazil, and this is Seaside's live world and sport. That's how it's done, mate. It helps to have a bit of rhythm in this gig. It gets the listeners excited. Your turn. Uh, thanks, Ron. This is Seaside Sports coming to you live from the Canvas Tent Arena with exclusive coverage of the Olympic lunge fight between Kira Blunt, the powerhouse New Zealander, and our very own Seaside hero, Mary Bell. Lunging? That's not a sport, Greg. That's an exercise. It's like the exercise, Ron, but you face the opponent. When the whistle blows, you lunge. What, and push them over? Only with your inner thigh. Your hands must be kept by your side at all times. Oh, that counts me out, mate. I have very ticklish thighs. This sport doesn't appeal to me at all. Actually, lunging has become quite popular. That's why we have this trial event at the Olympics. The highest honour is a bronze. Bronze? But no gold or silver? No, just the bronze. It's a great honour. Yeah, for New Zealand, maybe. Ronnie Keith doesn't commentate bronze, mate. Is that them? Yes. Kiwi Kira Blunt has tilted her left knee slightly and is now working on Mary's right thigh. That's hard going. It's very, very hot out there. Do they do anything else? No, not really, because neither of them was knocked over on the first lunge. Most bouts are over in a few seconds, but this one is into its second hour. I left an air-conditioned room at the Ambassador Hotel for this? Uh Nice segue, Ron. Due to the threat of mosquito-borne Zika virus, all of the window flaps in this tent stadium have been zipped up so the air is hot, still and fairly toxic. In fact, most of the crowd are down to their underwear. I thought they were swimsuits. That reminds me. Did you hear that? Yes. Ah, nothing better than a Walters rum on a hot day. It's the drink I drink when I need a drink. Soften it with Walters. That's what I like to say. Ron, you can't advertise on a sportscast, especially alcohol. They don't need to advertise this stuff, mate. It sells itself. Let's go down to Alice at ringside. Hi, Greg. There are concerns coming from Mary's bench that her left glute is throbbing more than usual. Let's listen in. Oh, you can hear the tension in her muscle. What's that sound? That's their thigh muscles, Ron. Ah, Nora. Call the trainer. That thing is going to snap. The crowd's gone silent. Is there something happening? Oh, no. A mosquito has landed on the nose of New Zealand Kira Blunt. Well, that's not something happening, mate. She can just slap it off. No, she can't, Ron. The competitors can't move their hands from their hips without being disqualified. But if she doesn't swat that mosquito, she'll risk illness and possibly death. You beauty, Seaside's going to win the bronze. And old Ron's going to make his train. Good on you. Oh, what a turnaround. Seaside's Mary Bell has slapped the mosquito herself, saving the life of her opponent, but in doing so, forfeiting the match. New Zealand win the bronze. What? I was only joking. Oh, cripes. 
true demonstration of Olympic spirit. This is a moment to remember. Come off it, mate. It's a bronze medal for lunging. I'm off. There's a swing dig at the ambassador and Ron's a guest of honour. Better give me the tape. I'll need that. Do you want your gift bag? Yes. You're all right, mate. Just pinch one off the ABC. They won't miss it, you know. Who, Ruth? Bruce. Bruce, you ready, mate? Controversy erupted this week on the set of Sue and the Sea Cow when characters discovered they weren't real. Suspicions were first aroused when cast members found sheets of dialogue they hadn't yet sent. Then a look in the mirror confirmed they were indeed just wooden models in doll's clothing. Crisis talks are underway, but the fictional characters refuse to go on until producers make them real. A precedent already set in the case of Pinocchio versus Geppetto. In the last episode of Sue and the Sea Cow, recorded before the Enlightenment, the general manager was tying up loose ends out on the water. Just get that monster on board and make sure you run over those two little girls when you go. In the next episode, if conditions are met, we learn more about Uncle Pete's seagrass treats. I wonder if it's tasty. Sue and the Seeker, fake news or reality? You decide. A whiskey's a tickling me. <laughs>
Have you read the Bible at him? We're trying to download a PDF. Oh, it's Charlene from next door. Hi, it's Charlene here. I saw the ambulance. I thought I'd take on you. Is everything all right? It's Brandon. He's washed his plate. What the hell? When all this start? Is he sick? We think he might be possessed. Hey, you're a Christian, aren't you? Can you read some Bible at him? I only know Genesis. Anything. It's an emergency. In the beginning, there was light. All right, all right. Stop it. This has gone far enough. Look, here's my plate. That's your plate. Yep. It's still dirty. Yep. But the other one? Not mine. I was just joking about washing it. I mean, as if. Oh, thank God. Oh, what a relief. You gave us quite a scare there, boy. Thank you, everybody. Everything's fine now. He's okay. You can stop reading the Bible now, Charlene. But where did the clean plate come from? I didn't wash it. Did you wash it, love? No, I didn't wash it. Oh, that plate. Yeah, I washed that. (coughs) Sally, what the hell? Yeah, I had a sandwich and then I washed my plate. Call an ambulance. Already here, lady. Quick, start reading the Bible again, Charlene. In the beginning, there was light. Sally, it's Brandon. Can you hear me? Are you feeling nauseous? Dizzy? Do you need to sit down? I'm fine, really. I just washed my plate. She's delirious. Can't somebody help her? How many fingers am I holding up, love? Blah, 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 blah. This radio play was sponsored by Teen Health Awareness. Have you had your teen checked lately? Is your teen making conversation, losing interest in their phone, taking your advice, cleaning up after itself? If your teen exhibits any one of these symptoms, call one of our trained consultants now. They'll have them ignoring you and listening to crap music again in no time. Teen Health Advice, it's so nice to have a healthy teen. It's Community Announcement. Searles Bait Tackle and Upholstery Shop are giving away your choice of sinkers and hooks when you buy a Yabby Bait Pump or order repair work for any Chase Lounge. Then that's a deal. It's Keith's Community Announcement. That's right. If you've just joined us, you're in time for the start of the five-kilometre cycle sprint for people whose names rhyme with spaghetti. In the yellow jersey, current champion Arthur I. Forgetti. Next to him in the red, we have Salvador Flat Toledi, riding beside this year's red-hot favourite, the gutsy Italian Luigi Blocaimetti. The ever-popular Sweaty Betty is next in the off-white jersey, just to the right of Franco TV Setti, still covered in confetti from the ceremony on the jetty. From Sicily, we have Aldo Maysim Petty alongside his good friend, Giorgio Fishing Netty. And right beside him, his fierce rival, the feared Spaniard, Carlos Placerbetti. And they're off. The starting pistol has been fired and the riders are jostling for position, but it's Forgetti straight into the lead with TV Setti hot in pursuit, followed by Placerbetti, Fishing Netty, Blokai Medi and Flat Toledi all in a tight pack. Then many lengths back after an awkward start and a couple of falls, Sweaty Betty. Come with us now as we travel to Seaside, where Sue and the school bully, having just avoided being eaten by a giant mutant sea monster, seem certain to be caught in the general manager's net, flying rapidly through the air towards them. Tickling me. 
<laughs> she must have smelled the bag when it fell into the sea. The bag felt very soft. I wonder if it's tasty. Oh no, it's not tasty. It tastes very mossy. My Aunt Jasmine used to own a moss farm. She would buy and sell sea moss on the black market. Maybe that's got something to do with it. Of course it does. Your Aunt Jasmine was a criminal. And it looks like you're following in her footsteps, Sue. General manager! My aunt wasn't a criminal. Oh, yes, she was. In 1957, I stole a whole bag of sea moss treats off her. The sea cows went crazy for them. I could make them do anything I wanted. Your Aunt Jasmine tried to get the treats back off me, but she came outside business hours. So Uncle had her arrested for trespassing. <laughs> Twelve years she got in the seaside lady jail, and I've heard she's been back once or twice too. You are awful! Yes, I am. What's that? This. Well, this is what I was talking about. It's the last of the sea moss treats I stole off your Aunt Jasmine. Weren't you listening? Watch this. I'm going to tie this bit of treat on some string. And I'm going to throw it in the water like this. And then I'm going to lure that stellar sea cow back to my facility so I can clone it. And then I'll turn its clones into healthy organic sea cow steaks. And then I'm going to charge the customers triple for the tiniest portions. <laughs> You're giving a bad name to good businesses like... Sewell's Baked Tackle and Upholstery Shop, Notes Bed and Beer. Don't forget... Tan Tone and Loan, and Viking Funerals. Ha! I plan to be bigger than all those businesses. And I'm going to make my father really proud. You mean your uncle? He's not my uncle. He's the dad. Oh no, look, our sea cow is following him. Quick, stop the boat. We have to chase him. OK, let's do it. You've run out of luck too. My son is going to sink your tiny titty just as soon as that sea cow squid monster is stuffed into his boat. Have fun drowning. It was just little girl. Join us again next time on Sue and the Sea Cow to find out what to do when your best friend is lured away with some moss on a string. Seaside Radio is produced by Alex Oliver and Chris Holland. And Liz, you have literally forgotten how to speak. Oh, Matt, your friend that I can't see. Excuse me. You sound like a vending machine. Thank you. Romeo, oh Romeo, what is your immediate location? Yep, my bleeping mouth hurts. Out of... The loss of a loved one can be a traumatic experience. Bleep you. I hate you. Is your mother an alcoholic? Is your dad in the model train club? Hey, hey, what are you doing? I was listening to this.